0: Without it,
1: I'll be there with the hammers of justice. And make me mistake, I will fucking kill you. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do. <laughs>
0: you want to get nuts come on let's get nuts let's dance bozo hello and welcome to gotham city limits a your podcast for all things batman he is vengeance he is the knight and i'm em and that's autumn hello we're back it's episode 15 we we're took a week back. off again <laughs> we didn't mean to
1: it just happened it just happened um we're you're never get this-
0: ending vigil against the forces of darkness knows no end
1: <laughs> the forces of darkness being people who want caramel macchiatos you know
0: <laughs> a superstitious and cowardly lot if there ever was <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Have you spent any time with Batman in our time off?
0: I I have I have actually done that. So, um, <laughs> I read a little more of the Year Zero arc. Um, I took the last week off, but before that, I was reading some Batman. Um, I read a little bit more of the Year Zero arc, uh, which after the Red Hood stuff is disposed of, has been a story about how, um, Riddler has just appeared as the first like supervillain, and he cut the, the power I think to Gotham plunging the city into chaos to where the city has been like cordoned off. Basically, they, they've, they've invented a first year Batman uh, uh, what do I want? War, war war, games? What's the name of the
1: No Man's what's Land.
0: This? No Man's Land. Sorry. There is a thing called War <laughs> Games. Something else. No Man's Land riff. And I'm like, man, we're just doing No Man's Land again. And But there's no Bat family because it's first year Batman shit. He's like barely Batman, um, which is not what I'm looking for. Yeah, um, I'll keep reading it, obviously, because I'm curious where this is going. But um, it's it's not what I'm it's not what I'm looking for. Then I'm watching Titans. End of season three is coming up. In that one, Jonathan Crane has released his fear agent into the Gotham City's water supply, contaminating the entire population of Gotham.
1: Hell the yeah. National
0: Guard comes in, closes off Gotham.
1: No! <laughs> what?
0: They are also doing a No Man's Land.
1: Why is everyone doing No Man's Land? Harley
0: Quinn, in season one going into season two, did a No Man's Land. I don't know how No Man's Land became the, also um, Gotha, what's the what's the third Nolan movie? Dark Knight Rises was also a fake No Man's Land. I don't know how No Man's Land became the story people want to do with Batman, but nobody wants to commit to there being a large bat, well, I mean, you know what, Titans is getting there, honestly, Um because No Man's Land only works when there's, like, six different bat people running around.
1: Arkham City and Arkham Knight both are kind of a No Man's Land now that I think yes. about it. But that's for, like, video game reasons of we just want you to be able to, like, drive around and, like, hit people.
0: (laughs) But to me, No Man's Land works when the cops are a faction and all of the gangs of the villains have their own territory and Huntress is there and Batgirl is there and multiple Robins are there. You got to have people. You got to have bodies to make it work. You gotta have Gordon on one side and the cops on another and they hate each other and then they come together as Gordon reforms the cops. Like, there's just functions (laughs) that can happen in No Man's Land that you need all those things. Um, so it's been a lot of like, why is there so much No Man's Land? Titans is really good, by the way. I I really like it. Um... I it, I I assume it's 13 episodes the season so season 3 will be ending soon. And then I assume they're going to move away from Gotham because it's just been it's just been a Batman show at this point and I like that but it's it's Titans like literally no one else has anything to do.
1: <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I love Batman, but I also love Titans as like a distinct thing, like yes. its own thing. Um I yeah, just, if
0: you if you're like a Beast Boy fan, this season of Titans has been a miserable time because he's around, <laughs> but he's mostly just like, "Uh, what do I do? I'm in the I'm in Wayne Manor."
1: <laughs> I just recently rewatched um the two part the Apprentice two parter from the first season of Teen Titans the t- the the cartoon the Cartoon yeah. Network show, um and even that is a like Robin centric story where like is the only time they even make an allusion to Batman on that entire show, um. Feels very, like, Titans, and does not feel like a Batman story, you yeah. know?
0: These episodes are about Barbara Gordon, commissioner of the Gotham PD, is, like, handling corrupt cops who want to bring in Nightwing because he they're working for villains, and they want to stop Nightwing from taking over the city from the Red Hood. It's a Batman story!
1: <laughs> I should watch this, though. This does sound up my alley.
0: Yeah, it's really good. Um... <laughs> But, um, yeah, um, so th- that's, that's been it for Batman wise. That, a uh, Bat family comic still is really good. Check that. It's free. It's on, you know, download, um, what's that called? Webtoon on your phone. Read the Batman comic. Apparently they're making a three episode live action adaptation of that. Um, live that action. was announced. Yeah. It's huh. like, it's just going to be like three episodes. They hired like some YouTube short film creators to make it and the casting looks pretty cool and it'll just be huh. a nice, like three, 30 minute episode thing. Um, which huh. means they—they they know people are craving Batman slice of life content. Will they pivot into this as like a real thing? Absolutely not. DC <laughs> couldn't make a good idea if it bit them in the face.
1: Uh. <laughs> um, I've got two Batman things. One is significantly shorter than the other, so I'll do that one first. Um, yeah. Yesterday or two days ago, two days ago, I had the thought in my head. Um. Um. So so Batman Year 1 runs from I think like issue like 404 to 407 of like regular mainline Batman. Mm-hmm. Um and I thought to myself, I wonder what they did right after Year 1. And so I went and read um issue uh 408, which I believe is part of then a two-parter. I haven't read further, so maybe the story keeps going, but as far as I know, just a two-parter um through 408 and 409. Um, which is kind of like okay, we've established like who Batman Whoa, is.
0: Whoa, I'm looking at the—is this the Tim Drake introduction?
1: This is or not no, the this is the Jason Drake Todd introduction. introduction. But sort Jason of. Todd's already dead, isn't he? Okay, so, um, the idea I think is we've established who Batman is in the new post-crisis continu- continuity. Now we need to establish who Robin is, and so. The first half of the first issue of this, of this is, um, like... Oh, this uh, is
0: Jason Todd's first appearance.
1: This is not Jason Todd's first appearance, weirdly. According um, to
0: DC Fandom uh, Wiki, this is Jason Todd's first appearance.
1: Uh, let me double check that this is true. Um, because if it is, that's bananas. <laughs> um, that I was just reading, um... So For some so, reason, I
0: always think Death of the Family is, like, early 80s and not late 80s. But no, Death in the Family is 89.
1: So... 88.
0: I, it goes from 88 to 89.
1: I think what you're looking at is, like, listing it in a weird way of, like, first chronology. Because I have, um, on Bat- batman.fandom.com, his first appearance as uh, Batman
0: 357
1: in 1983. Okay. Yeah. So, what this is, is, um dick quits being robin to go be nightwing and it is a new post-crisis origin story for jason todd specifically um because i think um they slightly redid how they did the oh that makes sense yeah yeah how they introduced him um that's a lot closer to like what i know is like jason todd like story yeah, he steals line. the
0: wheels off the batmobile
1: steals the wheel off, steals the wheels off the batmobile all that which i don't believe is there when they first introduced him. I believe this is where that gets uh they redo his storyline as that. Um for the most part um kind of like mid Batman issues um extremely late 80s with like um Bruce Wayne rock- walking around in like a three-piece suit talking to his girlfriend Vicki Vale about being a bleeding heart liberal or something. <laughs> That's whatever. Yeah. Who cares about that? Um the actual part that is like i lost my shit over is that um so jason todd steals the wheels off the batmobile and batman is like i'm gonna drop you off at this school run by this nice old grandma who lives in crime alley um and he's just like okay i'm gonna give this kid a good life um by like taking him to school, and Jason Todd, Jason Todd goes into this school, and the grandma is an evil grandma who's like running a bank heist operation, and she's teaching the kids about like, okay, here's the difference between an AK-47 and an M16, and shit sick. like that.
0: This could be an episode <laughs> of the animated series. I wouldn't bat an eye.
1: It's fucking incredible. Uh, J- and like Jason Todd is like. Like, tries to get Batman's attention, and he's like, listen, man, I was stealing the wheels off your car, because I just wanted to, like, make a little money to get by. I'm not trying to, like, you know, be a super criminal. And Batman's like, oh, I thought she was just teaching you how to read and write. She's teaching you to be a criminal? He's like, yeah, dude, did you not know where you just took me? <laughs> um, It's fucking great. Um, It's like, I... I- it's no follow up to year 1, but it is like a really like fun little story that they do right after year 1. Um and I don't know, I like Jason Todd here. And then yeah, I think so this is like issues 408 and 409. I think Death in the Family is like maybe like 18 months after this ish. Yeah. Um so.
0: it's wild that they just they they kill they they revamp Jason Todd and then kill him like 2 years later.
1: Yeah. Um I'm I'm going to try and just keep rolling through and, like, get to the Death in the Family. Like, get to, like...
0: <sighs> have you read Death in the Family?
1: I have seen pages from it. I have not okay. read it.
0: You've seen, you've seen Middle East Oil Magnate Joker, yes. right? Yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: is the important...
0: <sighs> okay, so I was reading, because I wasn't aware that Jason Todd had a pre-crisis, like, identity or whatever. Mm-hmm. Pre-crisis Jason Todd is a member of the circus acrobat troupe The Flying Todds. <laughs> <laughs> who are killed by Killer Croc, and then a- he's adopted by Bruce Wayne, and then he goes around and fighting crime in his circus outfit until Dick Grayson presents him with the Robin costume. And then he dyes his hair black to look more like Robin.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, there's two little details that I love here, because it's, like, extremely, like, 1988 Batman. One, the Batmobile is just a dark blue Mustang. Like, yes. it is just a muscle car. <laughs> Sick. Um... And two, like the sweetest moment in the whole story is like, um, the last page, um, like he's saved Jason Todd from, you know, evil grandma school. And, um, Jason Todd's like, man, if you'd bring me to a foster home, like, I'm just gonna get tossed around and, like, the foster care system in the US is bad, blah, blah, blah. Um, and Batman is just very subtly like, Robin, I'm not taking you to a foster home. And, and Jason Todd, like the last panel of this uh, comic, is Jason Todd with a big sheet-eating grin on his face as he realizes what Batman just said to him. It's um, fucking good.
0: By the way, I was looking up this lady for this comic, and her name is Faye Gunn. Thank you. Uh, I a reference to from uh from uh, Oliver Twist. And also, she was originally meant to be a reference to Faye Dunaway. Um... Who played Bonnie Parker and Bonnie and Clyde, but they right. drew her too old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she does not look like Faye Dunaway No, she looks like, she bit.
0: looks like Aunt May, but smoking a cigar in this picture <laughs> in the, on the wiki.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the other thing is that, um, Batman is just constantly, like, every time he talks to Dick, he's like, son, I need you to sit down and listen to me. And just, like, shit like that is <laughs> very funny. The way he talks, the specific way that he talks to Dick in this uh, story is very funny. Um, um,
0: sadly, 408 and 409 are the only issue she appears in, seemingly, so...
1: They need to bring her back as a, a crucial part of Jason Todd's origin story, clearly.
0: Yeah. If, if Jason Todd can come back and be, like, a cool guy, gun guy, why can't Ma Gun come back and be a cool guy, gun guy also? What if she's just <laughs> an old lady with, like, Punisher machine guns, uh, ready to go?
1: Speaking of Jason Todd coming back, I also watched a Batman movie, uh, Under oh, the you? Red Hood.
0: Oh, I remember liking that one quite a bit.
1: I Okay, so, one... I was super fucking high while I was watching this. Just just totally, like, zonked out. Two, that's a really good movie. I like that movie. Yeah,
0: I remember... It's weird, because, like, that movie came out in 2010, and then, if I remember correctly, it, like, it was a couple years later that um, Young Justice came out, but it feels like it's the precursor of Young Justice. Like, it's the same Batman, it's Bruce Greenwood Batman, um...
1: It feels and, it feels like the bridge between um, cuz Bruce Tim also works on that movie. So it feels yeah. in some ways like the bridge between like DCAU to Young Justice, which I've yes. I've seen a couple episodes of Young Justice. I haven't really gotten into it, but the animation um I didn't of watch it movie. when it came
0: back, but I watched it up until its cancellation. And that's an yeah. uneven show, but I I mostly liked it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I feel like I should watch it because it's got like Superboy shit in it and I feel like if I you would wait enjoy long that. enough
0: we'll get it. We'll get
1: there. Yeah. Oh yeah, we will. I and that is a that.
0: batman cartoon <laughs> <laughs>
1: um but yeah i really like that I, you know i don't um i'm not in love with like jason todd as like gun guy who comes back and as robin and i'm not like in love with death and the family as like a story but like they bring yes. all, they bring a couple different jason todd threads together in like a fun way where i like really enjoyed that movie um yeah. Couldn't really tell you what happened but um really had a good time so
0: the thing about Jason Todd is that he just keeps getting written by guys who suck <laughs> in the comics <laughs> but he's been around so long like they did oh we brought the, the dead robin back and he's like a cool evil guy now and he's like the punisher but batman mm-hmm. um seems like it would be terrible on paper and in reality but then because Batman works, the more family members there are, and Batman didn't really have a Vegeta. He's just ended up becoming the Vegeta of the Bat family, and they, that's good on that level. It's great. Him, him, and like Nightwing as the Goku are just perfect foils for each other.
1: <laughs> um, and yeah, like the thing that works for me about that um movie is not like um. That it's, like, dark and gritty or that, like, you know, he's uh, the Punisher Robin or something. But the thing that works for me about that movie is, like, one of the last scenes where, um, like, he's pointing a gun at the Joker and he's like, Batman, I need you to choose, um, like, I need you to, like, take revenge and, like, care about me and love me. And, like, um, you know, uh, I love that Batman as dad shit. yes (laughs) yes <laughs> i love working through generational trauma with batman <laughs> yep um yeah really like that movie so did not expect yeah. to i kind of expected to not like it because i don't i don't love that animation style A great no do. it's not it's not great but um so i kind of expected to not like the movie but uh it worked so
0: and then they made a bunch more of these style of movies that everyone seems to fucking hate, right? So I haven't watched yeah. any of them.
1: The only, the only other one of, like, this style of movie I've seen is their adaptation of The Judas Contract, which, one, oh, okay. Judas Contract is a bad story. Two, yeah. that movie's a bad adaptation. And three, um, once again, I have a deep affection for the, like, Teen Titans, like, 2000s cartoon, which does the only good version of The Judas Contract in my book. So... Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only other one of these I've seen, so.
0: Oh, right. I forgot there was a fucking part of the thing that complicated this for me because I read it way too early in understanding Batman is I've always been weird about Jason Todd because Hush has a bit like a feint where they think like they play like Jason Todd is Hush, like resurrected. Turns out that's not true, but. Then they went and like actually did that exact thing later and <laughs> two years later and it's fucking confusing. Because everybody, everyone getting into Batman, if you're just getting recommendations on the internet reads Hush. Not a lot of people read Under the Hood because it's not as popular because Judd Winnick is not, um, yeah. is not Jim Lee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jim Lee and Jeff Loeb cast a longer shadow than Judd Winnick. And I guess ultimately that's probably like true, like accurate, the thing that should be done, but whew, boy.
1: I feel around. I I did feel because I was like looking at um just like the list of like all these like sort of animated movies that they do that aren't super connected to one another and I was like this is just like a dark hole of like content that I could like go down for this podcast you know yeah um they did two long Halloween movies they've done a Death in the Family movie after they did um Under the Red Hood which is you know bonkers i've
0: seen i've seen stills in the long halloween movie and it doesn't look like that so i'm like what are we even doing here like what's the the point of long halloween that isn't beautiful
1: the 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 dark knight returns movie doesn't look like that the batman year one movie doesn't look like that the killing joke Mm. movie doesn't look like that so like what the fuck are we doing
0: Yeah, the killing joke movie is the one that i know has a bunch of like fucking nasty uh batman barbara gordon shit in it that nobody wants i I mean we're gonna get there because that comes out of this show that we are watching for this podcast it's a fucking bad
1: odd there's like um there's like famously like um the the way that the killing joke um originally came out is not the way that you can read it now brian Bolland went through and like recolored everything so it looks yes. worse now looks so um, much worse and i last year tried reading the like original version I was like maybe if the art is better I'll be able to get through the killing joke no it is just a bad story <laughs> the, thing about
0: the, a- the thing about the killing joke is when I read it like it was before modern I guess it was before modern context Batman really blew up and I thought it was like a fine like one off story ultimately but then mm-hmm. like learning about like Barbara Gordon hadn't been used in years it like writes her out and then she was just forgotten basically until they like dusted her off to be Oracle and in yeah. like a side story Um, and like the rehab that character had to go through, through all of that. Um, that part sucks. The actual, like, story of the killing joke is like fine. It's like a one off. It's like, you know, it feels like a prestige, like, Mm -hmm. one shot about how the Joker and Batman aren't so different, whatever. It's of a type. Um, I don't think it's like exceptional, but it's like okay. It's fine. Mm -hmm. It's not Arkham Asylum. Like, Arkham Asylum is a weird prestige, like, graphic novel. And I think that one's pretty cool, even though I don't like any of the people involved with it otherwise.
1: (laughs) Um. Yeah, it's um. I I just have never liked The Killing Joke, even when I even when I like read it like hot off the heels of like reading Watchmen at like 15 and being like, oh my yeah. god, comic books aren't just for kids or whatever. I that's never fair. liked The Killing Joke, so yeah. I like I, the um, ending. I like the last page of The Killing Joke. I think that's a the good thing one that one.
0: happened. Like, I read Killing Joke before like The Dark Knight had happened, right? Like, it was like
1: early oh, odds. Okay. So yeah,
0: like. Watching every other piece of media try to lift wholesale from the killing joke for the last decade and a half has been embarrassing, frankly. (laughs) Um, That's why the Joker just needs to go away. He's not interesting. You you have to stop. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Do you have anything Um, else?
1: No, that's
0: it. Okay. Um, Our episode this week is about Batman Returns, the sequel to Batman this came out in 1992. It is directed by Tim Burton. It is a story by Daniel Waters and Sam Ham. It stars of course Michael Keaton, uh, as you might know, and Michael Go and Pat Hingle, but also has Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer and Christopher Walken. Would you give me the five sentence summary of Batman Returns?
1: I will do my best. I want to yeah. I just want to state here at the top this movie was made by lunatics. <laughs> The plot is so much and I'm going to do my best to summarize it. Um, okay. Um, where do we start? Where do we start? Um, a wealthy family in Gotham has a child called the Penguin. Well, a wealthy family in Gotham has a child who looks kinda weird, and so they throw him out, um, and he grows up to be the penguin, who is a like secretly a criminal, like mastermind living in the sewers of Gotham. Max Shrek, yes, he has really named that, um is a CEO guy who is determined to push through a power plant that is secretly going to, like, ruin Gotham, but he's lying to everybody, and he has an assistant, um, Selina Kyle, who finds out his dastardly plans. <clears throat> There's a tree lighting. Why is the tree lighting significant? Uh-huh. <laughs> right, um the the penguin wants to be part uh, wants to no longer be a freak guy living in the sewers and so he hatches a plan to put the mayor's baby in danger and then save the mayor's baby um so that he looks like a hero to gotham um he then blackmails Shrek into um like helping him and Shrek hatches a plan to get Penguin to be the mayor because then he will be able to push through his power plant. Thing. You
0: have one sentence left. I've got one sentence
1: left. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Um, (laughs) last sentence. Um, while this is happening, oh God, I haven't really gotten to Catwoman at all yet. (laughs) Okay. Oh God. So, Selina Kyle finds out Shrek's plan, as we mentioned. Shrek throws her out a window, and she decides to become Catwoman, this sort of foil to Batman. Um, They have some horny fights. Meanwhile, Bruce and Selina Kyle are falling in love, out of costume, and they discover each other's secret identities, and um, Batman's trying to stop the penguin and doesn't really and just wants to like save selena and like make her like a you know wife or something um but everyone dies at the end except (laughs) i really lost the thread there this movie's fucking tough to summarize okay so
0: we've got the penguin his rich parents abandon him he becomes a weirdo in the sewer (laughs) And he wants to get revenge on all the firstborn of Gotham. The mayor yes. plan is not his. It's all Max Shrek. Max Shrek wants to build a weird power plant that's going to suck out energy from the city. Literally everyone who runs the city is like, no, what? what that's not a thing. You're just going to be a weird energy hoarder. Um, and he's like, yep, that's right. Uh, and decides he's going to recall the mayor. He's like, who am I going to get? Oh, this penguin guy who showed up. convinced him to do it. Penguin goes along, of course. Um and then, yeah, uh, Catwoman out of left field, the resurrected dead secretary of Max Shrek who under- figures out the power plant. He pushes her out a window. She comes back to life. A little crazy. And now she knows martial arts, uh, and gymnastics.
1: <laughs> she backflips everywhere she goes. She
0: backflips everywhere she goes. Uh, she, despite basically making stuffed animals and like doilies her entire life, can sew a latex bodysuit. No problem. Easy. <laughs> those aren't, those aren't the same skill.
1: Um, (laughs) this movie is bananas.
0: So it's weird. So like they made the first movie and Tim Burton's like, eh, maybe I come back. Maybe not. I don't know. What do I have to say about Batman? Um, and they, so the, the studio's like, well, we're making another one with or without you. So they wrote this script about like the penguin and Catwoman going on a treasure hunt, like immediately right back to Batman 66. Um, and then Burton was like, I'll do it. If you let me like mess with it, like, I don't like this plan. Mm-hmm. This sucks. Your idea mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. And so he gets, they had like a guy named Sam Ham writing it. So he gets Daniel Waters who wrote Heathers for the record, um, right. to do the second pass of the script. So he comes in and darkens it up and makes it punchy. And then also Wesley Strix does a rewrite that's uncredited. And he's like a famous script doctor. He worked on face off mission impossible 2. Uh, he has like actual things to his name, uh, including co-writing the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which is one of the worst films I've ever seen. Fucking abysmal. (laughs) But, um, he does like a rewrite of this and Face Off's like a 90s classic. Great film. Uh, anyone should watch Face Off. Great time. Um, but he has all this creative control, so he just, makes a movie that is extremely tim burton like yes. the penguin's yes. dad is fucking uh paul rubens Wee herman uh coming in as a ringer they were gonna get burgess meredith who played the penguin in the 60s show he's ill he's about to die and so he can't do it so they get him and it's ridiculous and he's only there just because he's a tim burton regular because tim burton made the Wee herman movie right um and it's just fucking weird. They get they get Christopher Walken in, they make him look like an old guy. This was originally gonna be a David Bowie role, but he turned it down like last minute or whatever.
1: Christopher Walken's oh, he, incredible He, he in this turned movie, it down, I think, so. because
0: he was working on Firewalk with me, which those two things being at the same time mind-blowing to me. Movies could be anything in
1: the 90s. I'm sorry, I'm having trouble processing. <laughs> David Bowie turning down Batman Returns to do firewalk Walk with Me. I can't. I mean, it was the right choice. Yeah, no. <laughs> and Christopher Walken's great in this movie. I I, I be clear. think he
0: sucks in this movie. So <laughs> I think to he's super clear. hammy, and I think it almost capsized the movie because this was originally the original version of this was this was going to be Billy D. Williams returning as Harvey Dent, and this would have been the like path to Two Face in the third
1: movie. Okay.
0: Where he was, he was gonna try to force a mayor that could get his agenda through or whatever, go crazy, and at the end, like, instead of dying, it would have just, like, horribly scarred him, and then he would be two-faced going forward. Okay,
1: I see how you get there.
0: Yeah, I see how you get there, too. Um, I think Chris, it's weird. Cause like, cause I saw this movie when I was like seven or whatever it came out. This is what Christopher Walken was for me for a decade. Like this is, <laughs> you say Christopher Walken, I still think of Max Shrek. Uh, so for me, like, I'm like, Oh, Christopher Walken's he's probably like 90, right? Because he's fucking playing a weird aged up guy in this movie. He has white <laughs> hair for no reason.
1: But I- when I think of Christopher Walken, I just think of the scene in Pulp Fiction, and that is, like, the thing that I go to yeah, with go. him. I Fair think there's, yeah, like, absolutely.
0: the... I didn't see Pulp Fiction until my 20s. There's, like, a huge gap of time there, you know?
1: Yeah. Um... This movie's great. <laughs>
0: It's this movie is dumb. fucking wild. It's just weird. Batman kills a guy for no reason. <laughs> Batman!
1: <laughs> okay, okay, I wanted here, to here's, bring here's
0: this like, up. Wait, no, wait, wait. I'm going to... The epitome of this film is uh-huh. the mayor's doing the tree lighting. A big present comes out. Like, Max Schreck's giving the speech. A big present comes out. And then a bunch of circus guys, circus weirdos with, like, skull masks burst out of this giant present start menacing the tree lighting ceremony, which is, like, to what purpose? Other than causing terror, I guess. That's what the Penguin's about, is just making people scared. Um... Commissioner Gordon's like time to light up the signal they light the bat signal somewhere on Wayne Manor A like cameras pointed at the sky sees the bat signal triggers an automated system that directs different bat signals around Wayne Manor through mirrors until one shines into the room where Bruce Wayne middle of the night is brooding in his chair with the blinds open waiting to be summoned to do anything. As if for the last three years, all he's done is sit and mope in Wayne Manor every night. Like, are they going to need the Batman today? They're not. Oh. <laughs> because that's who Batman is in this movie. The ba-
1: I have very nearly missed the part where Batman was returning because it's <laughs> it's literally, it's not like he hung up the hood. It's just that he's been waiting for somebody to call this whole time.
0: Yes. <laughs> and seemingly they've barely needed him these last couple of years. Gotham's like only heading in the right direction, but suddenly thank god he re- had that redirect signal to heroically stand up in front of the bat signal projected into his bedroom. Um <laughs> it's great. It's ridiculous. Um but yeah, this movie it this is weird cuz like it sets up the idea that like Batman is a, is a friend and this is I think this is kind of like a trap that all Batman media ends up falling into in the future is the Batman's a story about one broken guy trying to desperately reach other weird broken people and he just mm-hmm. can't do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and this is like what the show's about, right? Like we, we talk about every time, like Batman's villains are have problems that mirror his own and reflect back the ways he succeeds and fails or whatever. Yeah. Um, like. There's that, there's that bit where literally the entire city's like, oh, this penguin man came out of the sewers and he just wants to find his parents. And, and it's going to be good where he finds out his birthright and maybe he can get some closure. And Batman, middle of the night, driving around being a cop, pulls up to the Hall of Records and Alfred's like, I hope he finds his parents. He's like, no, he know that motherfucker knows who his parents are. I know he knows. (laughs) He's doing some shady shit. And Alfred's like ironing and he's like, all right, if you say so, Master Wayne.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alfred's great in this movie. (laughs) yes (laughs) god
0: Um, jumping around entirely the final scene with alfred and bruce in the in the car when he finds the cat and they have the like merry christmas and he's like uh goodwill towards men and women fucking incredible amazing scene (laughs) it's so
1: good (laughs) i'm i was a huge fan of the scene where um batman's out in the bat plane um trying to stop penguins from blowing up gotham city yes. um and alfred's in the bat cave with his like <laughs> like he's a fucking um like he's like a fucking radio guy in yeah World he's like War a ham II. radio operator yes <laughs> <laughs> and he's jamming the signal that is telling the penguins to blow up gotham city yeah um, there's even
0: there's a, there's a great scene where uh they're going to the <laughs> They're in Wayne Manor. They're in Uh like the study and they're like, oh, we need to go to the Batcave. And Bruce is like just giving out. He's like, "You let Vicky Vale into the back cave? I was just doing something. I was googling whatever you do on the back computer. Look up Vicky Vale's there. Why the fuck do you let her in, Alfred? What do you?" And Alfred just like rolling his eyes in the background. I think Bruce dip, rolls up his sleeve of his very expensive sweater, puts his arm into the fish tank, flips the switch on the like model Wayne Manor that's in the fish tank to open up an Iron Maiden, which he's going to use as an elevator go down to the back cave. And he's like, "You coming, Alfred?" And Alfred's like, "I think I'm just going to take the stairs." And they enter the back cave simultaneously. <laughs> it's the worst thing that's ever happened in a movie <laughs> and then it leads to a scene where they're like they hijack the penguin speech or whatever, and Bruce Wayne uses a CD, a burned CD, like yes. it's a, like a record by like s- s- like scratching. He like moves it because it's like <sighs> skipping, which CDs don't do in this way. And then it goes v- 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 like it's a record, <laughs> like he's a DJ.
1: <laughs> it's fucking 1992, baby. We're gonna put a compact disc in this movie for no it's reason. It's
0: so good. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The, there was a point, there was a point in this movie where, um, cause I, I really like, loved Christopher Walken in this movie, and there's a point where, like, it's fight scenes between, um, uh, Catwoman and Batman and Penguin, and he just drops out of the movie for like 30 minutes. Yes. And I started to realize that I'm like, oh, this is hitting the same part of my brain that, like, Absolutely adores Spider-Man 3, which is also a bloated mess of a movie. Um yes. <laughs> I think this that's is probably fair, better yeah. than Spider-Man 3, but I have a I lot agree of affection with that. for that. I movie. mean,
0: this is this movie's a mess because Tim Burton wanted it to be. Spider-Man yes. 3 is a mess because the studio interfered with Sam what Sam Raimi wanted to do, and you can that's the difference <laughs> between a movie that is beloved and a movie that is often derided, really unfairly. Spider-Man 3 is fine. Um and the difference is like this is what Tim Burton wanted to make. It's nonsense. <laughs>
1: You know it's the movie Tim Burton wanted to make because um like every time penguin is on sc- on screen he's like just like screaming about like oh i hate my parents. <laughs> it's just like um, every fucking bad guy in a um in a Tim Burton movie. He's Danny literally- DeVito is
0: so good in this movie.
1: <laughs> he's fucking ridiculous. He's just- I love like every moment that he's on screen, he's just, R-r-r-r-r. yeah. It's
0: just- <laughs> um, apparently Jack Nicholson like suggested him for the role. He was like, Oh, you, you know, I know Danny. Danny's great. Let him be the penguin, um, which I don't know who else you'd get. Who's like a, famously a small fat, gross guy. Who's like, not who like plays into it, but in like a way that you can still like buy into as a dramatic character. Um. That's literally what Danny has been doing since the seventies. Fucking love taxi. I love Danny DeVito. I'm not here to talk <laughs> shit about Danny DeVito. Um American treasure. Um, But his whole role in this movie is one, he's wearing a ton of prosthetics, like nose, hair, like bodysuit, weird hands, and he just like snorts and spits like green ichor, like down his mouth the entire fucking film. It's like the most disgusting thing in the world. And yet, he's like funny and sometimes charming and like sometimes really off putting in ways that are like interesting. It's just a good character.
1: (laughs) He... (laughs) So Shrek shows up in his like Weirdo, like you know, Doctor Caligari office. Yes, um, yes, and Dangles a fish in front of Danny DeVito's face, and yes, <laughs> he starts just like munching it and walking down the stairs. And downstairs is like the set the ca- from the- Campaign.
0: Yes, yes, he goes, he goes, yes, he literally goes from a fucking Beetlejuice attic down to the '80s. He walks into the '80s,
1: <laughs> and. Somehow he is the sympathetic character here Because he just looks like kind of dumbfounded And like blinded by the bright lights of like Reagan era politics Yes
0: <laughs> He bite, he bites a man's nose off And like sexually harasses a woman And then Christopher Walken offers him unlimited poontang If he becomes mayor <laughs> that, that, That's a line in this movie For children Unlimited
1: poontang <laughs> Unlimited
0: poontang <laughs> feverish that that's how to describe the experience of watching this movie as an adult i love this movie as a kid all of this went over my head
1: i was gonna say i was like because i didn't have the experience of watching this as a kid this is a movie so preoccupied with like psychosexual anxiety (laughs) yes yes um like Every time Catwoman is on screen, there is some sort of like. Cat the end of this movie is Catwoman like makes out with her boss uh while tasting. Who, who tried him. to kill her?
0: <laughs> who tried like to kill times.
1: her like six times. Um and like it, there is so much sex stuff in this movie, I cannot believe they let children watch this.
0: <laughs> it's really funny because like The early stuff in Shrek, where Shrek indices, where she's like just the secretary and it's very like big office rooms and whatever. And Max Shrek's like a character out of a very old fashioned movie ends up feeling like it's riffing on the like the high fashion Joker and whoever that uh, Grissom's like, you know, girlfriend stuff that was in the original Batman. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's not the eighties anymore. So now it's like really neurotic and like really tense and weird. It just is like the times changed and he's still doing this, but it's got a whole other tenor now. And, Um, she, she lives in the space that's just like arch and weird, but she goes home to her like seventies apartment where her mom constantly calls her. It's like, do you have a husband yet? Why are you in the city? (laughs) Go come home. Um, and, and she gets advertisements on her answering machine for Shrek perfume. It's like, if you wear this perfume, your boss would really want to fuck you. Like, that's what that is. That's what, yeah. like, yeah. she listens, like, the first time she discounts it, when she comes back after she's been, eating, like, what sets her off and makes her, like, <laughs> the, the two varieties of woman collects 800 stuffed animals in a pink apartment or spray paints everything with the black spray paint she has, slash, n- like, breaks the neon lights and say, hello there. So it says, hell here.
1: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Fuck subtlety. Subtleties for losers and cowards. My, my, maybe my favorite scene in the movie, um, Is like that Batman and Catwoman find out each other's like secret identities at a costume party where they're the only people not wearing costumes.
0: It's so good.
1: (laughs) Fuck subtlety.
0: (laughs) And they look great. They look like a million bucks in this. Oh my
1: god. Every suit that Michael Keaton wears in this movie is perfect. Yes. Yes. (laughs)
0: Michelle Pfeiffer's hair in this movie is so iconic that oh Gotham, like their catwoman, is like a 15-year-old who just has that hair throughout the I... show. <laughs> no reason. No 15-year-old, she's like homeless. She's like year one catwoman, basically, but like, you know, not a sex worker because she's 15. Mm-hmm. Um, but um uh no no 15-year-old street urchin or rich person has hair like that. Not in the 90s, the, the aughts whenever Gotham takes place. Gotham's a weird show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, this movie feel her hair feels so specifically like, end of the H.W. Bush administration, like you cannot wear this hair in 1994. Yes. <laughs> um, But it's amazing. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, it's great. Um, and the stuff with her and Bruce is good because like. Batman and Catwoman immediately like get on together, but also like even when she's like before the Catwoman's st- like she she hasn't re- she comes back from the dead or whatever she's still like Selena Kyle as we understand her like mm-hmm. kind of a weirdo. But like he's immediately becomes the, the like frazzled doesn't know where he is. Uh, I've never been in this room before, Bruce Wayne, when he meets her at the meeting, and mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah, that stuff's good.
1: When he when he says I mistook me for a different person, I lost it. Yes. <laughs>
0: I sent you the Gotham Selena Kyle.
1: Okay, let me see this. Um, uh... no, no, this is not the 2000s. What are you doing? <laughs> yes. <sighs> um,
0: anyway, yeah, it's, it's just like, and the, the, the relationship between them is like good and interesting. And it's really funny because like when, when Catwoman interacts with Penguin, that's the stuff I think that works the least. Like, he The way yeah. he comes on to her is, like, it makes sense for the kind of character he is, but, like, the way in which she, like, extremely is, like, overarched and, like, plays against him, I think just doesn't really suit her at all. It's weird. It's, like, the yeah. scenes I don't like the most. Um, It's, like, they, they just are, like, I, and here she's a sexy lady and don't know how to write that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it feels like... Yeah. Because, yeah, the way that he reacts to her makes sense, but then the way that she, like... I just don't believe that she would put up with this, you no. know? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's weird. Um. Like, she literally is introduced, like, saving a woman from getting, like, mugged and, like, you know, scratches the guy, kills him, maybe? It's hard to say. And mm-hmm. then goes, uh, it's you, lady, it's your fault for being a victim. And then backflips out of the scene. <laughs> like, <laughs> that person's not putting up with the penguin's advances towards her.
1: Right. Well, and also, you know, she's like, S- Spouting like um 70s and 80s like feminist slogans. I am Catwoman, yes. hear me roar. Yes. You know?
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. um and that stuff is like good outside of her context of dealing with penguin. I think it's like a fun, like she's someone who's been pushed around so much she like goes the other way, but because she's still that person, the thing she latches onto is just like the vapid pop culture version of it right like yeah. she's like if i wear leather and talk about how women are powerful that's what feminism is because probably the only thing she's seen uh yeah but that just means that like when she interacts with the penguin who's like genuinely like a lecherous horrible person it just doesn't it just doesn't fly you'd think she'd be a little more earnest about it
1: <laughs> it's it's so funny too because like um in the um in one of like uh penguins like campaign speeches he's like oh look like Batman turned, um, you know, this nice young woman into Catwoman who's, like, now she's not gonna be a homemaker, she's, like, out-fucking people up in the streets and whatever. Um, there's, like, a preoccupation with, like, this sort of, like, early 90s, like, feminism, but, like, it's not saying anything, it's not going anywhere, they're just, like, saying slogans at each other. (laughs) Yes.
0: Um... (laughs) Tim Burton's conception of what a mayor does and like Hilarious. what what an election is is like a child's. That's the thing. Like that's the stuff that as a kid, like I didn't even question. because I'm like, yeah, you know, mayor says a lot of things, and I, I don't know, uh, and, uh, gives speeches. That's what a mayor does is shows up and gives speeches and like kisses babies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, movie's great. <laughs>
0: When the penguin takes over the Batmobile, he gets in a tiny Batmobile. It's like a fucking ride you'd find outside of a Kmart.
1: <laughs> well, and then the whole like the whole fucking penguin campaign bus is like rocking back and forth because he's playing in his stupid fucking arcade machine. <laughs> yes.
0: And everyone's walking by like, oh, would-be mayor's getting some.
1: <laughs> he is not. He is not he's getting not. some. <sighs> um, I felt like I wanted to say something about Michael Keaton in this movie, and I've totally lost it now. Oh, just like I continue to just love the way that he does Batman. Um, the way that he like shows up in Shrek's office and is like, um. Sitting down and like throws papers across the table in like another stupid like really long table scene. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> they had to do another one of these, I guess. It's the um, most
0: Bruce Wayne shit he ever does. He's like, I'm g- I'm going to stop this. You can't do this, Max. Yeah, you know this is not this is not how we run a city. He's like, look, the rules don't apply to guys like us, Bruce. And he's like, yes, they do. Yes. Bruce Wayne says. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, another like great Bruce Wayne moment is um like. Him and Selena walking past all these headlines and she's like, I can't believe they'd say these things about Catwoman. And he's like, I can't believe they'd say these things about Batman. He must have saved tens of millions in property damage alone.
0: <laughs> that Fucking is a ridiculous lie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, also... He murders that man and then later gets sanctimonious about <laughs> Catwoman. He does, Dwan-
0: he does, in fact, attach a bomb to a man and drop him down a chute where he explodes. <laughs> there's no there's no ambiguity about it. He murders a man.
1: <laughs> but, But for some reason, absolutely will not allow her to murder her evil boss who's trying to destroy the city. <laughs> yes who he also hates. Also, yes. he takes his mask off in front of the guy.
0: <laughs> he, he not only takes, his, he rips, he rips the rubber. Like he, he's not like taking, he's not like pulling it back. He's destroying his cowl for this <laughs> because the mask doesn't come off. It's not built that way. So he just like tears it off. And then the best part is <laughs> where Max Jack's like, oh, Bruce Wayne, why are you dressed as Batman? <laughs> Cause it's Holly 'cause Cause it's uh, he was running a costume party before this. <laughs> Confused. <laughs> it's good. I love that stuff. It's good.
1: Also, good. it's great when um they turn Shrek into like a fucking uh <laughs> 30s movie prop. Yes. <laughs> or, a cartoon, not- a cartoon
0: electrocuted skeleton. Yes, it's incredible.
1: <laughs> Either that or like a skeleton from a David Cronenberg movie. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, uh... Batman
0: just digging through the... Bruce Wayne! Bruce Wayne! Uh, Identity was digging through the rubble while the penguin's, like, trying to come up and murder him with his last breath. It's good. It's very silly.
1: <laughs> also, the fucking penguins escorting Danny DeVito into the sea.
0: It's good. All the penguin stuff is good. I love the penguins in this movie. <laughs>
1: the fucking penguin pallbearers!
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's incredible. This great. They raised him. Those penguins raised him.
1: Yes. <laughs> the movie
0: the movie has no explanation of how or why or what that means, but they raised him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this movie's great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh I it's weird because like I watched it a bunch of a kid, I'm obsessed with it, watched it a hundred times easy. And uh then for a while I didn't like it. I thought it was like it's like not Batman enough. It's it's too weird. Um too dark but in like stupid ways and that's why I like
1: it now (laughs) I know this makes me very confused why people hate Batman Forever and Batman and Robin um cause the like the back credit card is not appreciably goofier than anything that happens in this movie to me Um, they're so
0: tonally the thing about Tim Burton is that he's like a goofy guy but he presents his world like this a lot. to a lot of people this is a movie about like sad people on christmas right it's about family drama and angst and yeah. whatever like it's still goofy like every tim burton movie is fucking ridiculous it's a, it is a broad comedy in a lot of ways but it still is like present so seriously enough that you could like buy into it the sh- the schumacher movies are camp they're str- like yeah. that's what he's doing like literally texturally, fig- textually he's making camp which is not what tim burton does tim burton makes dark comedies
1: that people can take seriously
0: you can't do that with camp you just can't
1: yeah, I guess maybe like I come at it from like a different lens of like, you know, twenty years removed from when yeah. these movies come out. Um, and you know, when I first saw them, I didn't know I was gay, but I was gay, and yes. like a lot of like this goofiness is not appreciably different to me than like yeah. the Schumacher goofiness.
0: <laughs> also, thematically, these movies are not different at all. In fact, yeah, it's just because like they're still Batman, right? Like, yeah, but uh, totally the way you know the way people absorb movies, um. In a world where the Winter Soldier is like, just like a '70s spy movie, Shut uh, Batman up. Returns and Batman Forever are just two different films. Uh-huh. They're they're categorically incompatible. I don't think that's true because I I can I, I can read cinema, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> um, you know, it happens. Um, man, Batman Forever is a movie I like a lot. Um, but yeah. who? That's the one that I think aged the worst, because you have fucking Jim Carrey being the most Jim Carrey's ever been throughout that movie.
1: Um, I can't sanction his buffoonery, personally.
0: Yep, no, exactly. Uh, Batman and Robin, yeah, I'll just defend. That's just a great film. Yeah, Batman Forever I, is an uneven movie I like a lot.
1: <laughs> I remember liking parts of Batman Forever. Uh, Batman and Robin is just, like, a movie that I like, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I it helps that I think George Clooney is like one of the charismatic, most charismatic people who's ever lived. Yeah. You know,
0: I, I don't even think he's doing a particularly good job in Batman or Robin. He just happens to be George Clooney.
1: <laughs> George Clooney can walk into any movie, and I'll be like, "Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah, him." Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: Oh, but yeah, uh, this movie is just very good. I think it's very personable. I, I would just watch Bruce and Selena hang out. I like, I like those characters together. I think their interacting is interesting. She's as weird as he is in a way that like Vicki Vale never was like this. This is the the one relationship that like works. I'd have loved to have seen a sequel. They like leave it open at the end of the movie is like Catwoman standing there like in front of the bat signal.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, um, uh, I think both of us are like pretty strict adherence to like, um, ace batman as a thing yeah, yeah um but uh this works for me like yeah. them sitting in front of the fire like works for me just as a scene um the thing that really works for me is um bruce going and going up to alfred be like uh make up an excuse uh tell her this no don't tell her that. <laughs> tell her this um and then she, she goes runs up, to up alfred and does, the, does same the same thing,
0: thing. <laughs> it's so good this alfred is is my favorite alfred
1: uh
0: yeah that's just as true. I think he's fantastic. He's what I always hear in my brain. Not the animated series one, as good as that is. I, I think of this guy. Um, yeah, he's this is, good. It's just good.
1: This, I, I probably think of animated series Alfred first, but this is like very, these are like very, like some, uh, similar in my brain. Um, yeah. whereas like, my other favorite Alfred is Jeremy Irons' Alfred, but that's like a different character. That's
0: so different. That's so different. Bruce's weird dad who raised him to fight crime with him, and they're just two fascist like spies.
1: Yeah, yeah. Jeremy Irons' uh, Alfred, I love because he's not Alfred. Yeah, <laughs> he's a different guy.
0: And here they are, twenty years into being Batman. And they're like Bruce, you got religion, and it it scares me. It's fucked up. We didn't sign up for this. <laughs> Well, I met, I met, I met a Superman, and it gave me God. I'm sorry, I don't know what you want from me, Alfred. I'm born again.
1: I'm always thinking about that line. Um, this is Alfred. I work for him. Yes, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Um, I just like that movie.
0: Yeah, it's great. You know what, Alfred sucks. Hmm. Michael Caine.
1: Oh, awful, Alfred. Awful. Dreadful Miserable I never want to hear Alfred give a monologue I want to hear him quip Yep
0: yeah. <laughs> Barry uh-huh. too many members of the Wayne family
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I understand that if you hire Michael Caine You're like, we're getting some fucking monologues out of this guy Yes I wouldn't hire Michael Caine That's what I'd do yeah.
0: Some <laughs> men just want to watch the world burn, Master Wayne <laughs> get,
1: <laughs> get Michael Caine to play a Batman villain
0: Absolutely
1: I don't God. even know who You could no Anybody never.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Killer croc.
1: <laughs> Hush.
0: Hush. Yeah. He's too old now, but <laughs> the clock king. Clock king's a guy who talks too much.
1: Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Oh. Mad Hatt-
0: mad hatter. Maybe I was literally about hatter? to say
1: I was like mad hatter.
0: Yep. Yeah. Oh, uh, do we have anything else about this movie? I feel like we just gushed about why it's cool.
1: <laughs> it's a great movie. I'm so it's glad really we watched great. this. Holy shit.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's uh it's it's great. <laughs> Sad they never did, you know, Tim Burton leaves. He was gonna do the sequel. Uh they were like, we're gonna do a Catwoman spin off that languished forever, and then eventually turned into the Halle Berry movie, which fucking sucks. That movie's terrible. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's no like, look, we're here to I'm here to stand some misguided films that have interesting stuff going on. It's, Catwoman's not one of them. Catwoman's it's just a boring bad. <laughs> one. It's just boring. Yeah.
1: Um, I I don't even like. I kind of like Halle Berry as Catwoman. It's just a bad movie. Yeah. Um.
0: Yep. Yeah. And then um, they made that comic that came out earlier this year based on that idea from Kate Leth and Joe Canones about like, what if we did a sequel to Batman Forever, uh, Batman Returns? But it was like based on the stuff from the original thing with like Billy D. Williams, Two Face, and stuff like that.
1: I wish she'd Kate less.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Also, yeah. um, people should well, just...
0: Well, very funnily, by the time they produce, Because that idea was, like, going on Twitter in, like, 2016 or whatever. By the time they make this as their, like, digital first comic or whatever, Kate less not attached. <laughs> she has been cancelled.
1: <laughs> She's been cancelled so many times. Yes. Um... People should uh, go to the Wikipedia page for this movie, by the way, and just scroll through the cast section because you get all sorts of gems like they thought about Susan Sarandon or Meryl Streep for uh, um, Selena Kyle. Wild.
0: Wild.
1: <laughs> they thought about Debbie Moore, Nicole Kidman. Apparently, um, Michelle Pfeiffer was supposed to be Vicki Vale, but uh, Michael Keaton said no because they that was his ex. <laughs> yes.
0: Apparently, he's over it by now. I don't know.
1: All sorts of little gems on this page here. John Goodman, Alan Rickman for uh, The Penguin. (laughs) I hate it. (laughs)
0: I don't know who else you would get. The list the list is literally everyone. It's like, Dustin Hoffman's the first choice. That's wrong. Then the list, Marlon Brando, John Candy, Bob Hoskins, Ralph Waite, Dean Martin, Dudley Moore, Alan Rickman, John Goodman, Phil Collins, Charles Grodden, Christopher Lee, Joe Pesci, Ray Liotta, Gabriel Byrne, Alex Rocco, and Christopher Lloyd are all considered. I'm like, that's just every man who's acting of a certain, like, esteem level. (laughs) Who would would put on a bunch of makeup to look ugly. (laughs)
1: That was... Well, we made a bunch of money on the first movie. Let's just you know, pie in the sky, let's just throw money around and see who says yes. Yes. Um, and eventually it was someone who was going to cost a lot less than Marlon fucking Brando. <laughs> yes.
0: Yep. The Sean Young one's weird, because she was going to be Vicky in the first one. She was cast and then she got in a horse accident, a horse riding accident, huh. and was injured and couldn't do it. And then she was like, you know, it, it, it should go to me. Like, obviously they had me for the last one, they should have me back for this one. But Sean Young's star had fallen and, um... Like, she has a reputation for being unstable, but I'm like, is that shit that, like, Tim Burton spread because she presumed to assume he'd give her the role in this movie? Like, you know how Hollywood is. Can't yeah. trust any of these fucking guys. Yeah. Um, it's a mess. It's a mess.
1: I don't remember if Tim Burton is canceled, but I feel like he is. I don't remember. I mean,
0: I, there's no way he's not a huge creep, even oh, if he's yeah. not canceled, right? Like, yeah.
1: I just feel like I've heard, I, I half remember some story about him being like a mega creep and even if yeah sure even if that is not uh, even if i don't actually remember that i just believe it in my heart that he's a creep uh he Mm -hmm. looks like one (laughs) and all these men are
0: i've watched his movies there's no way this man is normal (laughs) no he's got hangouts about women and dads
1: (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs)
0: The um, you know, the like meme goes around It's like, what's a red flag book a guy would have on their bookshelf? Uh, if you meet Tim Burton, that man's a red flag. Just look at him, <laughs> watch his movies. Holy shit! Sometimes people just tell you who they are. Like, no,
1: get out of here. I watched that Sweetie Todd movie. <laughs> I also watched that Sweetie Todd movie. Um, <laughs> uh, we're done here. We're talking about Sweetie Todd. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're definitely done here. All
0: right. Next time. Oh, do we have any questions? We like, put out a half-hearted Ooh. call for questions. Let That'd be in your... See. your. I don't
1: uh, recall any, but let me check. Fine.
0: If you'd like to send questions, you can send them to...
1: exportaudiopodcast the at gmail.com
0: Yeah, about anything. Most people just reply in the export chat on the Discord, so, you know, yeah. you do that too.
1: Um... This... I don't believe we have answered this question. I don't know when it came in, because Gmail is not showing me... Um a date for some reason um which okay. is irritating this came in july 27th so but i don't remember answering this it was about okay. um batman toys sure <clears throat> um i'm curious if you ever own batman toys and if so what kind this is from june um okay uh do you know if it's normal for them to include costumes and gadgets that have no connection to the version of batman they're supposed to yes have
0: <laughs> yes, this is my this is the thing that I hate as a kid. I hate it now. um sending I'm images question? that June is attached by. The okay, way. good because I was trying to pull. I was like, I need to desperately pull up images.
1: um I think
0: actually... of this as a Batman thing specifically. um Batman and Robin heat scan Batman. Absolutely, there's <laughs> God. If, let's see if I can find the one that I think of when I think of this.
1: Um, I. There's a lot more to the email, but I'm just gonna, um... Finish sending you these images, and I'll keep reading it. Um... So, um... When I was a kid, I never saw the animated series, and the movies didn't make any impression on me, even if, it, even if I might have seen them. Um, yet somehow I ended up with a bunch of Batman toys. Um... Uh, it wasn't until much later, though, that I realized none of the toys showed Batman doing things I actually recognized. The one that sticks out in my mind is uh, Batman wearing a black and orange costume with two orange web accessories. Um, uh, this, is the, this is one of the ones I always thought of as that animated series, what I'm sending you. Which this is... looks like the Batman of Zur and R, but in like...
0: <laughs> this is just a red Batman that comes with like a weird backpack that shoots discs right because like they need to sell but the thing is they just attach action figure gimmicks to the idea of batman and that's the toy they're gonna sell you um Um, for better or worse
1: and yeah there's we've got a bunch of images of like batman with like missile launchers and guns and shit and you know um we got a creepy looking scarecrow um yeah i i didn't have a ton of batman toys i had a more spider-man toys i remember um because i'm you know Born in 1996 and not, you know, 1986, so... Oh, I
0: had this one! I'm gonna send you this one.
1: <laughs> Memory lane here.
0: The, the one I'm sending you is, is a Bruce Wayne with snap-on Batman armor. This does oh, not appear in anything.
1: That's cute, kinda.
0: Um, There were so many of these. Um, I Yeah, I think of this specifically as a thing Batman did all the time. But I guess this is true of, like... Like I, I remember like Ninja Turtles. This was the thing I was into as a kid around the same time as Batman. Um, because I grew up in the you know late 80s, early 90s. Um, they'd have like turtles that were just like this tur this figure set. All oh, they all have weird robotic parts, and here's these turtles that transform into like a physical baby turtle, and then they transform into the turtles. Um, because they just need new gimmicks to attach to a toy line, because there's not enough lore to attach to those things, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um. And so that's stuff that like I always think of as like a Batman thing and 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 like a Turtles thing. And I guess probably like early um early Power Rangers did that too. Then I kinda got out yeah. of buying toys because I was older and all I wanted was video games.
1: <laughs> yeah. The thing I remember about the Spider Man toys was that it was um it was a little bit of like oh um it was a little bit of Like, here's a Spider-Man with, like, a million different gadgets um, for some reason, which is not, like, a Spider-Man thing, I think, at all. But also, like, in the 90s, they were very into... Like, I remember the 90s Spider-Man video games, the ones that from right before the movies hit. um, Just, like, you could unlock, like, a zillion different costumes um, for Spider-Man. And I remember having, like a paper bag man figure um when i was really little the actual um, thing
0: i think um the thing i think of for batman specifically is i had a lot of the hot wheels toys i'm mm-hmm. sending you one of like the bat missile which is the weird little like single seater thin thing the batmobile turns into in one scene i yeah. had like a bat boat and stuff um there were a lot of those going around because much like today i assume this is true hot wheels were really cheap i'm not i was never a car kid you know you the kids just yeah. love cars but if it was batman I'd i'd want it because i liked batman so i had a bunch of these
1: yeah I had a bunch of hot wheels, but they were all just like um i didn't I don't remember any particular brands and I remember like, oh I was into this for like a summer and then I was I got into video games or whatever you know um <laughs> sorry, I was laughing because I scrolled down on the um Jason Todd Wikipedia page and uh, Jason Todd has a confirmed kill count of 83. Um, I can't hear M anymore. Sorry, I got briefly interrupted. (laughs) No, you're fine. You're fine. I was worried because my internet connection has been spotty lately. I was like, uh, did I drop? (laughs) Nope. That was me. Okay. Uh, where can people find you online?
0: Well, first off next time we are covering the cat and the claw, the two-parter. So look forward to that. (laughs) Yes. Yes going Back not, to the anime series, should, listeners. <laughs> Is it? I don't remember this one. Is it bad?
1: I remember not liking it, I don't remember it being bad. I just remember the animation being pretty bad and like okay, it kind of being dumb. Maybe.
0: Okay, fair enough. Uh, yeah, we'll do that and it'll be good. Um, or not. <laughs> um but yeah uh I, you can find me on twitter at em underscore being you can find all of my podcasts at abnormalmapping.com you can support me on patreon patreon.com slash neural mapping you should do that if you've got extra cash going around we put out good shows called blockbusters where we cover movies really intensely and voip life uh, we recently had autumn on for voip life where we talked about naruto and movie ratings uh like on letterboxd or whatever and that that was a good episode our most recent blockbusters was on um rain man um which i thought was an incredible episode to do so i hope people like those check them out
1: i gotta listen to a normal mapping and then i'm gonna listen to uh blockbusters yeah um but yeah i like that voip life i just listened to it because we didn't put it out yeah we did, I, we did we did so it so long ago that when it
0: came out i just listened to it again. didn't remember the first half at all i was like yeah no. we're good <laughs>
1: yeah um it's an expensive podcast but i think it's worth it so <laughs>
0: you know you, you keep uh you keep the lights on at uh for me and jackson so it's appreciated we try very hard to make sure the content is good and i think it's pretty good yeah
1: you can find me on twitter at underscore coffee you can find all my other podcasts export io. that is also the patreon uh where you can support us which we would really appreciate because nora and i are trying to move um and she's quitting her job because it's a terrible job um oh thank god um well so she had told them like i want to work like three shifts a week through the end of the month and then i'm gonna leave november 1st and they just kept scheduling her 40 hours and she's like fuck y'all i'm out um so uh anyway uh so yeah if people could help us out that would be great we've got a bunch of new patrons i think because we've been tweeting about like you know we're in a tight spot a little bit but um
0: yeah uh
1: yeah It's a big help, and hopefully we'll be able to move soon, and hopefully once we move, the podcasts will, we're probably going to be making more podcasts again like we used to, I feel like.
0: Yeah. I am always like, I know your situations, I don't actually do this, it'd be rude, I know you're, you work nine days in a row, this is your one day off, right? Mm
1: -hmm. And I'm doing three podcasts today. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I always want an export. If I I could have an export every week, I'd have an export every week. It's not feasible, but someday maybe, that's the
1: dream. That's the thing is that the mood has to strike us. Um, yes. And when we both have time off together, the mood strikes us more often. You know. Yeah.
0: yeah so exactly.
1: Um. Yeah. Checks uh, out for me. Anyway, um, that's it.
0: Oh yeah, this podcast, of course, you can get a week early export.io yes. slash batman for the patrons um you know it's only a dollar you should i think you should give export at least five imo but you know do what you want your money um and uh if if you're in the free feed uh it comes out every the week after for everyone because um that's just how we do it we have a we also have a uh <laughs> token book club podcast called bag and book club where we're two episodes for eight chapters into lord of the rings if you've ever wanted to revisit lord of the rings or read it for the first time we're doing that it's great um Tom Bombadil is a merry fellow, so uh,
1: his uh, jacket's blue and his boots are yellow. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Almost couldn't. Ugliest the motherfucker
0: line. in the world. I swear to God, just like no fashion sense. You're <laughs> tramping through a forest, my guy. Why are you wearing blue and yellow? It's so hunters don't shoot him. <laughs> He's like, someday there's gonna be a man named John McCain who's gonna famously shoot his friend hunting, and I don't want that to be me.
1: I thought it was Dick Cheney who Dick Cheney
0: It is is Dick Cheney Sorry (laughs) Tried desperately to forget The machinations of the Republican Party And the
1: aughts (laughs) We're Um, done
0: here We'll be back next week Hopefully Unless things go bad But we're gonna really try We're doing our best I
1: want this to be weekly So
0: Yes Um, Until then Back